Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. Before we begin today's episode, let's hear from this week's sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Are you someone that wants to 10x your learning, or you want to learn how to read more than one book per week, or want to triple or quadruple your business results? Well, check out this new tool that I discovered that will help you to learn on the go and absorb more knowledge in today's hyper-competitive economy. It's called Audible. So we know that in today's information age, knowledge and information are the new currency. The faster you can acquire, assimilate, put it together and apply it, the farther you can go. The ability to learn, assimilate critical pieces of information, learn and apply new skills, tools, is not only beneficial, it is essential. Traditional education is no longer adequate and you need to stay ahead of the competition and ahead of the curve. The five-hour rule is used by some of the most successful businessmen and entrepreneurs, including Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, and this is where one devotes one hour of time to learning new ideas, insights, sharpening the saw outside of their domain or expertise. A critical way that I've learned to rapidly cut down my learning time, increase my retention, assimilate new insights and facts is through the use of audiobooks. Audiobooks are a great tool in addition to my arsenal of other tools where you can accomplish this. Fast forward, skip ahead, take notes. You can even do this while even working out, driving in rush hour traffic, commuting, in the shower, cooking. Using this technique, I went from reading a physical book per month to reading over 176 books per year. All of this was done within the time frame of one year. I've since been able to read almost 250 plus books per year. It doubled my productivity and boosted my profits by 5x. So check out the affiliate link in the comments below. Um, Really, you get one audiobook and two originals, plus the first month is free. This is a fraction of the cost of what it would normally take you in terms of time, energy, and resources. So hope you enjoy it, and on to the show. So welcome everybody to, to this week's uh, Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. And I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And we promote four types of freedom on the podcast. One is, first is financial. Second is time, location, and emotional freedom. And so my mission and my objective is to fight for and advocate for financial literacy among physicians and bring you some of the top guests that are doing 
very interesting things, cutting edge things, doing outside of the box things that would not be considered normal among physicians. So today we have our a very special guest, Dr. Jordan Fry, and uh, he is a uh, practicing plastic surgeon. He's also a father, and he's also a blogger, and he has his own online course. He's very um, involved in real estate investing. He's very involved in financial literacy, education, community, and he's also the uh, owner of the Prudent Plastic Surgeon. So uh, without much ado, we'll welcome Dr. Jordan Fry on the show. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me, Chris. I'm excited to be here. I've been following you kind of from the beginning of when I started this, so it's it's really cool to be here. Yeah, thanks so much, and um, it's really good to be able to connect with a lot of the influencers and a lot of people that are up and coming, and also to uh, connect with some of the um, the the big names in the field. So um, I'm always interested in how each brand got started. So tell us a little bit more about yourself, your journey, um, your path to financial freedom, and um, you know all about the uh, Prudent Plastic Surgeon and, and your vision for it. Sure, yeah. Um, it started, it's funny, so we're, we're recording this the end of June um, uh, 2021. And it's basically, it's almost like the one year anniversary of, of kind of the blog. Um, because so I'm just finishing up my first year as an attending plastic surgeon. Before this, I was um, I'm in Buffalo, New York. Now I was in New York City the past seven years training, and I just always say like I, I was totally I cannot emphasize enough how totally financially clueless I was. Like it, it yeah, like I, I can't even begin to say or emphasize, but I was totally financially clueless. I had no idea about anything. And um, it really, really stressed me out a lot. And so at a certain point, I'd love to say it was me, but I, my wife really gets the credit. She was like, you know, let's get a book. Let's learn about this. Let's finally like kind of tackle this and get out in front of it and face our mistakes and sort of, you know, take control of our, our finances. And so we did that. And like the first book we read kind of within a week, we we both like read it in tandem sort of. And like immediately after that, we started working on a financial plan. And kind of within a month, like I found that just by having a plan, like I hadn't made a cent more. I was still a fellow at that point. We didn't make any more money. We were still like super, you know, poor living in New York City with two kids and just struggling to pay rent. Uh, I still had like $450,000 of loans. None of that changed. But just like having a plan made me feel so much better. And I found immediately in that period that I was able to focus so much more on just like my job as a doctor. And I felt like a better doctor because I wasn't so like stressed about the money, which it's not like I was sitting every day going like, oh my God, I'm so much in debt or whatever. But something that's in the back of your mind, you know, I think a lot of us tend to feel that. Um, so I, I kind of experienced that. And then I, I found this sort of hidden passion for, for personal finance and just kept reading more and learning more. And I, I kind of had the idea to start a blog because a lot of the, the people and like awesome people out there that um, I, I still read their stuff and follow them a lot today, like you have reached financial freedom or, or are, you know, kind of at not at the end point because none of us ever reach an end point but but kind of are further along and what I didn't see that much was like people that were right at the beginning and I thought well I'll try to 
be that person right at the beginning. And I'm just going to be super honest about where I am and kind of just document as I go along. The other aspect I figured was like, there's probably not a lot of people out there financially that were worse off than I started. Cause like I said, I just made every mistake. I had zero savings. I uh, was in credit card debt, huge amount of student loans, had like no investments, like all this stuff. And I was like, you know, Probably people think that they're really in the hole, but I'll show them that I'm even worse in the hole and that I can dig myself out of it and that they can too. So that's kind of how I started. And then I just just kept writing. I found I really liked writing. I liked interacting with the, the people I got to interact with. You know, doing stuff like this is a lot of fun. Um, and it's just kind of grown from there, which has been pretty cool and unexpected. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, for the listeners, uh, what what was the uh, uh, book that you read to help you solidify a, your a plan to get you to where you want to go? Yeah, so I read the first book I read was White Coat Investor, which is wow. probably one that a lot of people have. It's a great book. Yeah. Um, and, and the funny story is like I had it, we, we had owned it for a year. It just collected dust before before I opened it because I just kept procrastinating and procrastinating or I look at it and be like, I'm so intimidated by this topic. Um, but so we read that one. And then after that, we read, um, uh, millionaire next door, which is another classic one. Yeah, that's and, um, the Boggleheads guide to investing. We read those three together. We've since read a bunch more together, which I think is a really cool thing. And it's helped us kind of be on the same page. Um, but those were the first three, all, all great ones that I can recommend. Mm-hmm. If, and for the listeners, I'll put all the, uh, um, Dr. Fry's, um, uh, notes into the uh, show notes and recommendations so um yeah so you've actually come a long way because um yeah i've seen recently you posted you uh, bought a multifamily, and then you, you also wrote about um you know a very high savings rate um i think it was 43 yeah. percent which is which is fantastic um i always advocate you know a high first high savings rate and then and then putting it into low cost index funds just starting out and then becoming a real estate investor so um what are some of the what are some of the the, the challenges that you um encountered along the way and uh, feel free to share um and how you overcame those yeah the biggest challenges and i mean i think this is similar for everyone is is kind of ourselves you know like the the formula is kind of easy it's kind of it's like you said and you can complexify it and you know i've complexified it with real estate investing and stuff but for an average doctor if you just like save 20 percent of your income invest that like you said and in, in passively with low cost index funds kind of where you only need to pay attention to them once a year if you find a job that you like and you're able to work long term at that and, and you find fulfillment there that you work 25 30 years whatever the average kind of career is like you'll be fine you're going to retire extremely well mm-hmm. so it sounds super simple and it is kind of a super simple formula but there's so many like mental roadblocks that come up in the way. So definitely I experience them and continue to, um, you know, the first it's all these, and they're like limiting beliefs, right? These like kind of stories you tell yourselves that aren't necessarily true, but, um, things just like, Oh, I'm no good at money, which is always the funniest one to me, which that's kind of like the rationalization people use not to get started. Even when I tell them, look, it's, it's so simple. Like I knew nothing and like, you can really turn it around. It's like, oh, well, it's, it's just too hard. And you're like, well, 
you somehow willed yourself through like medicine, like through medical school and president. Uh-huh. No matter what specialty you chose or what you did, like that was, yeah. Just, like, I mean, there are times where you're just, I, I don't even know. Like we look back now, it does get better if you're training listening to this. Like it's so much better as an attending. And you look back and it's like, how did I even do that? Or like, how did I get through that situation? Um, but then we tell ourselves that something like money, we can't figure out. And that's, that's another reason why I started blogging was because it helped me so much. Like seeing people, I mean, I saw one of your talks very early on, on Peter Kim's, um, the leveraging growth summit. Um, Mm. And just seeing people that I was like, these are people like me, like, if they can do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, That was so helpful. So that that's obviously a huge one. There's also just the, the kind of like consumerism, uh, I, I like one of my first blog posts was about this, just how I felt like a, a poor plastic surgeon because I felt like I had this, um, even as a resident in New York City, um, this kind of image to live up to of what a plastic surgeon was. And I just uh-huh. wasn't that. And it like, it stressed me out, even though that wasn't necessarily what I wanted to be. Uh-huh. But we all see that with like um, being a doctor. So the, the, the example I always give is like when my wife and I, we were we knew what my salary was going to be, what her salary was going to be. We were sort of like planning our budget and creating our financial plan. And I had put in, I forget exactly how much, but like enough to lease a car, like a a very expensive luxury car, because that's just kind of like what I thought you did, which sounds so stupid to say, but it's just kind of what I thought you did. And the thing is, I'm not a car person. I don't necessarily have anything against doing that. If like you get an equal amount of satisfaction from that car. But I'm like, I'm not a car person. I just need a point A to point B. Um, and I, I kind of just wrote that in or like penciled that in without even thinking. And now I ended up just buying a used car, which is, suits me, you know, perfect and, and is very functional. And that money goes towards our savings and, and has definitely, if you consider how much it was each month, like helped us to invest or like buy our rental properties and things like that. Yeah, it's definitely the person in the mirror is the worst enemy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you brought up a lot of good points, including um, having a plan, and that gives you some solid uh, stability and footing, and then just taking action, and and that's what you're doing right now. Um, yeah. One thing I've one thing I've always um, uh, wondered. This is my number one question: is why did what, what is your thoughts on why doctors struggle so much financially? Why, why don't we have like, they, I was reading, or I was talking with one of my colleagues and, yeah. you know, they were saying like, if a doctor retires with one to 2 million in assets, you know, they did not do well because their earned income is very high. So they should be retiring with a lot more. So why do physicians struggle so much in this area? Yeah, I think there's a few reasons and it is, it's so disheartening. And that's why like what you do with this podcast is so important to kind of get the message out there. Cause I think we've all seen, and I've certainly seen, you know, mentors or just other physicians, especially, you know, like in the surgeon's lounge or something like you can relate to, or just they are working and you can tell like, they're just, they may be older, you know, they're kind of, they're kind of at a point where you can tell they don't really want to be doing this anymore. And it's really tough and they're burned out, but they kind of have to, because of their financial situation. And, and that's such a, a tough thing to see, you know, especially after everything that we've all gone through. And obviously we all get into this to, to help other people and stuff. Um, 
I think there's a bunch of reasons. I mean, I think a big one for sure is just, it's something that we never learn about unless you seek it out. You know, I never learned anything about finance, Uh, certainly not personal finance. I took like an intro to business course, learned about like supply and demand and stuff in college, but nothing, (laughs) nothing usable. Um, And, you know, kind of off of that, we're, we're so focused on, on medicine and, uh, like I tell residents, I, I've started, which I really enjoy giving talks to different like resident programs and stuff and of, of how to kind of get their finances in order. And I say, you know, your focus should be during residency on just training to become the best doctor you can 100%. And I'm not saying anything other than that, but it's okay to take like a sliver of your attention and, and sort of make your finances at least stable you know, if, if not kind of thriving. Um, and that's in turn going to make you a better doctor. But we have this perception that we just need to, that's all we can focus on. And definitely in training, that, that was me. I, I totally burned out by the end of my training and because and I was kind of um, all in at the detriment of my own, you know, health. Um, and I think also kind of dovetailing off of that, there's a perception that we didn't get into this for money. To pay attention to money is somewhat dirty or taboo or it makes you less of a doctor and to that i just say you know my experience has been totally opposite like i mentioned before i think by paying attention to money i became a better doctor um so that's about the only kind of response i can offer to that and then i just tell people why don't you see what happens to you because i think that you'll have the same experience um and we're just also incredibly like stubborn and proud and competitive people that are so scared to ask for help or admit that we don't know anything or, or something like that. You know, I even remember in residence, like having some other resident ask me like, oh, like how do you invest or something? And I was just like, you know, so sorry. I was just like, oh, well, you know, I, I have my own way or something. When in reality, I didn't invest at all. I was just so stubborn to admit that I knew nothing. Um, and, and then I found so much freedom in just finally admitting I knew nothing. But I think all those are, are kind of reasons. I don't know. What, what do you think? Oh, well, I, you know, you, a lot of those uh, reasons you mentioned as well. Um, I also think the culture, because um, it's really, um, really, you know, we're culturally conditioned where we have to um, fit this image and we have to uh, live in a certain uh, neighborhood and have a certain uh, house and car and we have to fit this image and and it's really um, and it's kind of a lot of the ideas are are based um, in the past and so you know but now we have a lot of different options and different sources of um, generating income as well so and I think um, the the things we learn from from this, uh, especially in terms of investing and entrepreneurship, will actually make doctors better doctors because it make, yeah. gives them better uh, footing. Um, the other thing is the 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 profession has actually changed. So, uh, you know, healthcare is run by um, uh, uh, businessmen and bureaucrats, and it's not really run by doctors. So, uh, so doctors really don't have any say in the decisions of hospitals. So now doctors are relegated to being employees. So that's that's also a big shift. So now doctors don't enjoy. Um, they still have the high status, but they don't enjoy, enjoy a lot of the freedom and benefits that they once had. As a result, their incomes are expendable, their livelihoods are expendable. So, um, and, you know, um, and the thing is, you know, a lot of physicians, they, um, they're better savers. So you always hear how the, um, the star athlete 
goes into bankruptcy, we didn't, we don't really hear about physicians because, you know, they have a little bit better financial habits, but because the way the financial system is working now, it's a lot easier for everybody to get into financial trouble. So that's why you have to understand, you know, finances. And so I'm happy to um, share all of these, you know, so. Yeah, no, I think those are really good points. Yeah, but, um, and then, so, and then we'll transition to your course now. So you, you, you had some financial stability, you have a plan, you're working on it. And then you created a course where you're teaching physicians uh, about um, how to be the, uh, you know, have a, be the happiest attending in the hospital. So tell us more about that. Yeah, I basically sort of created this course and it's, it's, it really is for, for anyone at any point in your career and it covers a lot of things, but I, I, know when I was transitioning from being a resident to an attending uh-huh. it's like your life is very much you you kind of follow this um this path you know we all know like <laughs> you you go to college you go to medical school it's like as ridiculous as for residency you just open an envelope it tells you where to go you just show up there you don't ask any questions you just do it so we're so mm-hmm. used to kind of being like told where to go and you get it get to the end and then for the first time you're like a free agent and <laughs> Like I, I was almost like agoraphobic, like if that makes sense, like it was almost like, whoa, there's way too many options here. And I don't even know how to begin to, to choose or, or figure this out. Um, and, and sure, we have mentors and there's people who can guide us. And, and obviously you seek that out, but all of them have some, some bias. And there's only one you that really knows what's going to make you happy. And I... I, I saw myself as I was going through this process, like kind of making these choices or, or heading down paths that I almost knew would make me unhappy, but I just didn't know an alternative. And like, I just had the wrong mindset. I was, I was kind of trying to fit my life into what I thought it should be rather than just creating the life that I wanted. Um, oh. And I mean that in terms of like finding the job that I wanted, figuring out where to live, getting my finances in order that I could, you know, have the life I wanted. Um, so I created this course to help people with that transition. Um, and it kind of goes from like finding the right job to, you know, basic and advanced financial techniques. And, and then it gets into, you know, stuff like real estate investing. Um, but it, it's sort of like one package of everything I wish I knew uh, when I was making that transition. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and then, um, um, so you're doing a lot of great work. And um, if uh, if people wanted to uh, get a hold of you or get in touch with you, how, what is the best way to um, contact you? Yeah, if you uh, you can either go to my site, which is prudentplasticsurgeon.com, and there's um, you know box that you can leave a message, and that just goes directly to me. You can also just email me directly at prudentplasticsurgeon at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely reach out anytime. I love, you know, talking to people and, and going over this stuff and hearing other stories and sharing mine. So feel yeah. free to reach out. Yeah, you, you've uh, you've dropped a lot of uh, wonderful gems and you've uh, um, given a really fantastic story. I see, um, you know, the your brand growing and making a huge impact in um, on the uh, on physicians and you know, especially in the field of personal finance so thanks for much for um, being on the show um any last parting words for our um guests and our um visitors 
my last parting words would just be to, I guess just that, you know, financial well-being that is, which is kind of what I've come to call it. It's like, it's a very important, but totally overlooked aspect of our overall well-being. And, you know, first try not to neglect it. I guess that's my, my <laughs> message. Thanks for having me. And, and thanks for all you do. Honestly, you are, uh, you know, someone that influenced me as I was getting started and continue to. So I appreciate it. I really hope you enjoyed that episode that I had with Dr. Jordan Frey today. Before you leave, be sure to subscribe, click on the notification button, share, like the podcast. And remember, this week's episode is sponsored by Audible, where you can learn, read, enjoy books on the go without having to physically sit there. Hope you enjoy it. Click on the affiliate link, and we'll see you next week. I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website, www.drchrislewmdphd.com for more support. I'll see you next week.